0: This is a Veterans State of Mind podcast. We're just going to continue the conversation we're having. We'll talk about the other stuff later. Vinny, please go. Go on. <laughs> so Vinny's been in. So we're in, in the studio, right, we've got Vin, uh, Vincent Rocco Vargas and we've got Scott Huesling.
1: Hughesing. Hughesing. Scott yeah, Hughesing is back in here. We're
0: doing back-to-back. Scott's got his feet on a big pile of dumbbells. I'm not kidding you. That's the only it's workout the most, I'm going to get. It's the most manly posture <laughs> I've ever seen. Um... Vinny, you were just saying, we were just, we were just talking about, like, how when you get out of the military, you're a civilian. Cause, yeah, yeah, cause, that's,
2: that's something I've been I've been writing a lot now, and I'm actually just kind of breaking down more of the thought process of it. But, you know, we, we live in this world where, you know, the veteran community, obviously, we're, we're completely engulfed in it, us. You know what I mean? Us guys right now who are putting ourselves out there through either books or entertainment or social media. And the biggest thing, and I've done it for years, right? I've done it for so many years. And um, I'm done, right? I'm done. I'm done putting myself into the mold that everyone expects a veteran to be and accepting the fact that once we get out of the military, you're now a civilian. And that's part of that transition phase of accepting that you are a civilian. You are, you can call yourself a title as a, as a veteran if that's what you want. But like when you do that, I believe you, you, you give yourself the whole umbrella of everything that comes with that. And, and, and with that, I think, comes a lot of excuses why it's hard to transition. Yeah. I think accepting the fact that you're now a civilian, you got to start over. That's a hard thing to think of. Like, oh, fuck.
0: Well, you've got to go. We, we, when you went to the military, you went to basic training. And then you went to advanced infantry school or whatever. You, you know, we, right. You, you did all these schools. Right. So when you come out, if you refuse to accept that you are now in this new category, well, I do not not category, but you are not yeah. now a civilian, then... It's hard. How, how, Well, like, if you continue to try and do with no retraining, because right. not, we're not talking retrainers in Become a Plumber. We're talking retraining of your thought processes yeah. and who you identify with. Like, oh, I feel so alone. Nobody gets me. Well, yeah, if you haven't made an attempt yeah, to... you haven't
2: accepted to adapt, yeah. right? You haven't accepted. Or oh, you're sitting here thinking like, oh, no one understands me. Yeah, because how many percentage of the United States, just saying the United States, mm-hmm. have even served? It's going to be real fucking hard to find well, that Okay, let's just, let's just say this, though, dude.
0: Let's just say this. Down the bottom of the street here, we've got yeah. Mel's Diner, Yeah, right? Mel's Diner. How many people understand, truly, what it's like to be uh, a server that works on Sunset Boulevard? Right. Look, if people have, like, the chances that someone's done your exact job are going to be minuscule. Most people are not fully understood. Yeah. It's not just, that's not just something. I'm a veteran like, server at
3: Mel's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no one fucking says
1: that. Look, I'm a veteran salesman what? at Champ Sports. I, mean, yeah, I did serve in the Olive Garden. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but do you, do you think,
0: think about it though right think you're it. right man
1: that's a great point you because you, yeah. it's like it it's, a it's
0: v- i think some of the veterans have this problem of going oh it's <laughs> veterans and the civilians dude there's so many Fuck shades no. of civilian experience well bro
2: there's yeah. so many shades of veteran experience yes same aspect. true right? <laughs> yeah. Well, don't get me started on that one right but no it's, it's like this thing it's like People have now, it, it's it's partly m- my generation of dudes who caused it, right? I believe that um, Matt Best, Jerry Taylor, Vince Vargas, part of the wave of social media and veterans and entertainment and business, um, kind of ha- accidentally started that too, right? Mm-hmm. Started this bro thing because we're an exaggerated version of ourselves. You're watching yeah. us on YouTube thinking like, those are cool motherfuckers, yeah, but those aren't the real motherfuckers. Yeah. Those are entertainment versions of us, right? This is this, Matt Best isn't the dude that fucking and fucking beer all day long. There's a version of that in us, right? Yeah. But it's not really us. It's the entertainment version. But everyone else, the impressionable minds of, of youth that are in the military look up to these special operations guys, these ex-special operations guys with legitimate backgrounds and say, I want to be more like that guy yeah but no you want to be just like the guy you saw on YouTube who's not yeah. really the guy meet Matt a fucking person he's mm-hmm. not that yeah. guy
0: well I'm, I met him I met him last week for the first time yeah. and don't get me wrong I've met enough people at this point to know what you're saying but yeah. still there's that thing when you walk in the room of what's this person gonna be like because there's look there's an online presence uh, look right now we're having a animated conversation yeah. right I bet you guys are the same as me. Like, you spend a, a lot of your time just sitting down thinking. Yeah. Quiet as fuck. For sure. I'm, I'm not, you know, we're not always cracking jokes about fucking pogs and and thinking <laughs> boobies and right. stuff. It's, most of the time, it's really quiet. And if someone walks past you in a, in a, fucking train station or whatever they probably wouldn't even if it wasn't for your tattoos and stuff might not even recognize you because you're not being yeah. loud and projecting you, you're just probably going to be sitting there minding your business right you know?
2: and what's well, the thing when you when you ran to Matt part of you said hey maybe I should buy him a Jameson shot alright and the other yeah. part's like oh shit he's not that same dude well
0: to be honest like I think um, just I'll go on a tangent actually about yeah. Black Rifle a bit because um, you know so I yeah, go for it bro Okay, okay. So um, when, I, when I went down there You a the nice met, met, beer or Well we've only, we've only got, yeah, Pacifico? Yeah, we've only... <laughs> got Pacifico We got video. Pacifico in just, you, guys, you, guys, you guys are fucked up
1: <laughs> You mentioned Matt Best Jameson yeah. And Vinny goes Give me a beer
0: Yeah, um, so, yeah so I met You know I met, met Evan briefly Met Jared briefly And um, You know like Marty Shout out Marty And shout out Logan Those guys like They showed me around And I was just like I blown away by the level of um, like you just it's like a fucking it's like being in an operations room of a, or operations centre of a brigade yeah there's a huge staff there don't get me wrong there's a great atmosphere there people yeah. cracking some jokes but the main atmosphere that came across was a bunch of people working fucking hard
2: oh well, it's professionalism yeah he, but but, but, he, a, yeah. but
0: a charge but charged
2: because
0: yeah. I've been to some offices dude and it's like a you know it's a graveyard isn't it yeah. people are there they're clocking in but everyone there you could tell that they believed in the mission and yeah. they wanted to be there, but like, yeah, I mean, it didn't even occur to me to to think that way. It was just like these are people on tight schedules, getting any getting any time with them is a privilege.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, and then Marty and Logan, on the other hand, you fuckers! That Hangover hit me. We we, we, <laughs> we <laughs> went out after we did the <laughs> yeah. podcast, I was dead for like two yeah, days. You,
1: I like I like how you always mention this. Is you you say you disconnect from the, the the veteran moniker, but you don't ever hide it. You just don't really advertise it. Like, a lot of the guys hang their hat on that. And we were talking about guys who can't let go of the military and they get these contracting jobs. But then there's the opposite guys who leave the military and then they go into these government contract jobs where they do work in these these mindless jobs of government organizations, which... To guys like us, probably this seems like the least appealing thing to do.
2: You're talking cubicle work and paperwork. But it's safe. Yeah, it is and safe. And when you
1: transition, you ha- you're surrounded by the same guys, the same environment, dudes in uniform and women in uniform. But to do what you're doing and venture into the entertainment space and TV and being on lines and writing books at the rapid rate, that amount of work, the things that Matt does and anyone in this business... I mean, the, the the hours that people put in on that, I think it looks really glamorous when you see the posts on on social media, yeah. but they don't see the 18 hours well, that's, on the set That's
2: the funny thing. Or dude, the weeks away from your family. I, I say it all the time that guys are like, hey, man, I want to be an actor. What can I do? I was like, do the work, right? Like, like, if you've messaged me and the first time you've said to someone or yourself that you want to be an actor and you've messaged me, how? Fuck you. Fuck right. you. Fuck, fuck you indeed. Fuck I'll second that, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I'll fucking Because you what you ever. should have done is Googled it, researched it, read about it, done everything that I did before I even reached out to anyone. Yes. I learned about it. I did everything I could to be the expert of what was resources that were available to me. And then at that point, I felt, okay, I'm comfortable enough to say that I've done everything I could for myself. I need a little help now. That is different. That's a guy that I'm like, Oh, dude, you've done a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah bro. Here's what um, I would how do. Many next. Got,
1: how many emails do you get like that, just from 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 I, I, knuckleheads?
2: I get 10, ten easy ten messages a day on Instagram. Right, that's probably the one I'm most yeah. active, mm-hmm. and it's always like, "What have you done yet?" Oh, nothing, man. I'm asking you. See,
0: see you. Because it's, yeah, it's, like, it's it's actually it actually comes across as insulting because it's like you're thinking like, oh. Bitch, I have nothing better to yeah. do with my time. It's not even that. It's
2: like, t- oh, I've done all the hard work and you yeah. want me to just hand it to yeah. you? Well mate, but also I, I, <laughs> I have
0: episodes of this podcast yeah. where I've done specifically I've sat down, I've done writing QA's. as yeah. Right? I've done writing QA's, I've done um I've done I've put posts up mm-hmm. and people just be like, uh, how how do I get a book deal? I'm like, Well well one, have you even listened to the podcast? What podcast? It's like <laughs> <laughs> bye
2: bye. Yeah, bro. I so I get asked all the time, like, Oh man, what do I what does it need what do I need to be a ranger? Would, would, any advice don't quit hey I'm going to base training would, any advice don't quit like dude I'm not going to give you the fucking answer bro just don't fucking quit because yeah. come on you can research this all you yeah. want so yeah. then I got tired of this I wrote a fucking article and says how to be an army ranger right and so right. then I'm just, now I'm just sending links to motherfuckers and then people could be asking me, how do you be a border patrol agent Fuck, wrote that article. Now I just send that link because, like, I'm making my life easier. Like, read it, motherfucker. Yeah.
1: Because you, yeah. you still don't not want to help. You, like, yeah. I feel guilty of like, there's some, you know, again, some knucklehead who's like, how do you get an agent? Google it. How do you write a book? Google it. How many chapters are in a book? Google it. Man, how I, many words are in a many, chapter? Many, Google it.
0: How many times have you had someone ask you? About how to get a book. Uh, book by the deal. way, that's and how they, I
1: did it. I googled it, like this crazy thing the kids are all talking about, the I interweb. I, I think it's a fad; it'll go away. But, that's,
0: <laughs> yeah. but, no, but dude, how many times have you had it? Where someone's like, "I want to get a book published. I want to get." Yeah, I was like, "Have you written the book yet?"
2: Right. No.
0: Well, how about you stop by writing the book?
2: That's a funny thing, dude. That's and, and that's. Like,
1: no, it happens a lot
2: it happens like crazy and and a lot of guys same thing in the world because I do a lot of speaking on transition right I I get paid to do that which is super fucking awesome and I love it but then there's guys that come to me and be like bro how do you get over it I'm like get over what or this is today this happens today this happens every day like but today and this is what I say he goes bro I can't I can't handle these demons and I, and I the first thing I write to him when they say demons I say Define
3: demons.
2: (laughs) Because, right, it's like it is this word that we've all used as the blanket statement for whatever it is, right? Define demons. Give me that exactly. What is that one thing that you're hung up on? Oh, survivor's guilt. Boom. You got it. Survival's guilt. Now, how do you fix that? Go counsel, motherfucker. Go fucking counseling, right? You've already identified it now. You're just hitting me for, like, the the love Um, and support and the shoulder rubs. I got it. Cool.
0: How many veterans who were there... Oh, it's a veteran. It's a—he's got mental health problems. A veteran. How many of those issues are down to bad relationships, and and, and have nothing to do with war? Oh no. And they just—but it's because it's like I think it's very hard for a man to go. Oh, my heart's broken because my wife left me. It's very hard. But it's very—it's easier to say, not easy, but easier to say, oh, I got my head fucked up in war. No, my life, my life falling apart, bro. Because of war. Uh, yeah. Because the war. Cause 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 of the the g I
2: was like, no, no. So, so, dude, I I did a podcast on this and explained like. There's a handful of items that we could all fucking break down to why a lot of these guys are stressed out, right? Finances. Finances could make a motherfucker want to kill himself, bro. I mean, I, you know, bro, as I'm bro, saying, <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm doing that. You know, when you have when you have my situation, six kids. Whoa. bro, there's a lot of pressure on just paying that bill. You know yeah, what I mean? There's yeah. a lot of pressure and when you find yourself in a job that's not as structured as the border patrol, but I risked it all to try and follow a dream.
3: Yeah.
2: I get a I get a 20k paycheck in one month and I get nothing for three sometimes, right? Scary motherfucker, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, and that puts me through like, oh, fuck this, I'm going contracting, right? Like, yeah. I, I mean, you, you think <laughs> of everything, right? like, and that, that, so finance is a big one, and people need to learn how to manage their money, because I've never learned that until my wife came along. I've never mm-hmm. been good, bro. I've had so much money in my account, and then by the next weekend, like that weekend, I paid for everything <laughs> for all the homies. You know what I mean? Like, this weird yeah. thing. But that is one of the big stresses I believe a lot of guys are putting themselves to, to you know, to, or, or putting them to, to that edge. Yep. Relationships. Yeah, dude. But half the time those relationships are fucked up because of them. They don't look in the mirror and say, "What am I doing wrong to <laughs> fuck this up?" Bitch, she right? complains you, all the time. You, what's complaining she complaining about? She, she acts like I'm never there, bro. You're never you there. Keep, you because-
0: keep turning up and pissing the bed because yeah. you drank a bottle of Jameson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: Because <laughs> Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday night are for the boys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what do you think? <laughs> I mean, about?
0: Saturdays are for the boys. Yeah, I said That, that, that would have sacrifice. Yeah.
2: But 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 you see what I'm saying? And then the next thing. <laughs> Not like that. But- the next thing is alcohol. Every dude that hits me up, it's like, bro, I'm having a rough night. It's like, yeah, what are you doing? Just drinking here, thing. It's like that's your first problem, bro. Yeah, drinking will cause it, bro. Drinking mm-hmm. will put you in that space, dude. Yeah. And if all the other shit is coming down on you and you choose drinking because that's what you need, dog, it's gonna put you yeah. in a worse position. Be
0: drinking a fucking pre workout and lifting some fucking that's weights. The, I tell everyone,
2: bro. Uh-huh. I tell, dude, I've been through two divorces now, right? And yeah. I'm holding on to this third marriage because it's just embarrassing to have three, right? You <laughs> know what I mean? But I love my lady, everything's good. I'm just saying, like, trust me, after that first divorce, I was embarrassed as fuck, right? And the situation was embarrassing, and I don't ever go public with what happened, but it wasn't a good one, right? right. Like I was embarrassed as fuck, dude. I started drinking like a motherfucker, and I was just telling you out there, like this was my thing. Like I was fucking up work because I was, and and this never been my character, bro. I show up early, I shave, I'm fucking shine boots, blah blah blah. Now I'm fucking not shaving, I'm fucking getting in trouble, I'm getting written. And this is in the ranges. This is why I was in the border patrol, dude. Oh, border patrol. Yeah, so. out of the military, right. and I'm like, dude, I'm my life is getting fucked up, you know? Yeah. There was a switch that hit, and I just said, you know what? Fuck this. That one's done. There's a next one coming. Mm-hmm. Get better. And so I started hitting the gym. Started hitting the gym. Hitting that gym, I got in such good shape, right? I got back into where I, like, man, now the confidence is back. Mm-hmm. Fucking chicks are, are hitting me up left and right because you just look good and feel good. Yep. <laughs> All of a sudden, fucking a selection shows up for the fucking port Patrol to go to special operations. I smoke this motherfucker because I'm in shape. But if I stayed drinking, never would have happened. So these things start piling up of goods, right? what I do? One thing, yep. I fucking made myself better. And then a year later, I got in the custody of my kids. Like, bro, it was one fucking thing after another that fixed my life. It all came down to one thing make me better. Everything else kind of falls into yeah. place. How
1: many times have you been through that cycle, though? It seems oh, like. Oh, bro, it goes. Do you, and do you, But now are you at the stage? Now where I know. Do you, are you forecasting, like, hey, I'm about to hit that cycle again? Yep. And do you have a barricade that I just, you just. A mental barricade? I just told
2: you... him, I, I'm not drinking. This is, this is the first probably full beer I'm going to finish in seven months. Because, He's going to break it down no, no, no. on the podcast. Way to fuck him up. No no no. <laughs> yes. no, no, no. But I'm not a sober dude, right? I've yeah. never seen him. It's yeah, just yeah. I've had control of my situation because yeah. I know my mentality from the military didn't transfer into the civilian world as in fitness and, and how important it was until months later and I felt like, yeah. dude, I fucked up. I need to get back in shape.
1: Well, yeah. you you share that. I, I think that's the important thing, too. Is And, and you know, I, I wrote about it, too, and it was, it was a tough thing to do is, you know, smashing your jeep into a you know a ditch you know drugged up you know you know drunk off my ass self-medicating and then waking up that the the pain the physical pain from the airbags popping all around me was mm. nothing compared to the shame yeah. and to share that with everybody is tough and you know <laughs> i didn't drink for a long long time and i i have you know it's, it's probably a self-imposed I don't. I don't drink in public. Yeah. And people, you know, when you're around our community who glamorize alcohol and stuff, and even in Hollywood, you know, they they expect that. And when you say no, I'm just gonna have water, and they're like, oh, come on, man. Like, no, fuck you, man. Like, I. This is my rule. This is my barricade because if I know once I cross that barricade, if I'm not surrounded by people I trust, that night when I did that, there was one key component aside from the alcohol and prescription drugs that were prescribed to me. Yeah. There were no Marines. There were no there were no soldiers around me to say, hey, motherfucker, don't get in your car. Yeah. I'll drive you home. But I'm thinking, whatever. There was no one to stop me. Yeah. So now I have to do it myself. And that's, yeah. how, I, that's how I do yes, it. Yes,
2: if I have barricades, I, don't, I, don't, I think I've fucked up my life enough that I have barricades in front of those barricades before I get <laughs> to that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I have yeah. the, the, I know way before it gets there, like, uh-uh. We know where this goes. <laughs> Done it too many fucking times, bro. You know what I mean? For From every aspect of, of from drinking to freaking relationships to fucking... To, to being a father and not being there, choosing the job over the kids. That was my life, bro. Yeah. I changed that. And I still now... Look at me. Where am I? I'm in LA right now. Not home. I'm not fucking helping my kids shop for school clothes. It eats me alive right now because I'm doing it again, right? But I'm making sure... Every day, it's like, uh-uh, these are conscious decisions to fucking say yes or no, right? Like, I, I, when I speak, I tell them like, I say no to work and yes to family more often than I ever have. And that's not easy for guys like us who, when you say no to work, well, well we don't say no to work. Yeah, no. You don't say no to the yeah. mission. You don't say fucking no. That's wrong. That's fucked up. But then being able to do that changes everything.
0: Isn't it something, though, that, like, especially with military men, being away from your kids is like, it's, I'm not saying it's a natural thing, but it's men going away to war, men going away to work is as old as time. It's
2: justifiable, know? bro. Yeah. You in your head say, it's okay. I'm serving a bigger purpose for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's how I sit. Oh, I'm, the bills are paid and the family's being protected on me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and, and it's justifiable, right? It's, it's continue to be, even law enforcement, anyone in that kind of service world, you can justify the fucking being gone, but what you'll never get back is the memory's lost. Yeah, And you have to determine what's more important. Everyone will choose that, right? In my head, I like, like I said, this is stuff I talk about and write about all the time. Like when I do my balance speech, like, in the end of the day, who's going to be holding my hand on my deathbed? Will it be my kids? I don't know. Did I burn that bridge too so. often? Right. Did I burn that bitch bridge so often that they're like, hmm, I don't really know my dad. Yeah. When I got custody of my kids, bro, my daughter, who's now 14, fucking, all my kids are fucking awesome, but this girl was like, Emotionally connected to me on a different level since she was really little, so I always feel bad for her emotions. And we're laughing in the car, and she goes, Dad, oh, you're so funny. And I fucking was like, yes.
3: Yes, your
2: fucking dad is funny. What the fuck? In my head, I'm like, how do you not know this? You're She was fucking 10. I'm like, yeah. how, how have you missed this? And it fucking hurt me, dude. It hurt me deep because it's like, whoa, she's never seen the best sides of me because I've been too busy with work, right? I've said yes to work and no to family. And so it fucks with me. And now it's like the biggest thing is, blessed now we have FaceTime, which changes the game for all of us who travel with family. But it's like, as well as saying no to work and doing these little things, right, to stay connected to the kids yeah. has been a big part of. But that's the big part of why my family is not fallen apart. Yeah. I'm taking that time.
0: But dude, is the time. It's the, qu- it's the time spent too. Right. Because look, there's a lot of dads out there who don't work, who spend all day in the house with their kids. And but how much time are they actually spending yeah. with the kids? Yeah, they're connecting with them. Yeah, it's fucking- like, you know, if you have a, an hour where your phone's away and you're really kind of connecting with your kid, that means more than being around, you know, all fucking 100%. day. 100%. You know? and that's just not kids either it's just friends friends family you know friends any members of the family you know I think we can all be guilty of saying like oh yeah I spent spent the evening with my dad or whatever it's like but how much time did you actually do so it's I don't know it's a difficult one for everyone bro because there's only so many hours in a lifetime oh
2: 100% it's not easy dude and and there's guys who are like, bro, what am I supposed to do? I, I have to go to this course. I'm like, dude, it's some of these courses are, are, you have to sacrifice that to put your family in different positions. If I wasn't in the military, bro, I never would have been able to put my family in the position they are today. Plain and simple. Yeah. Right? So there's sacrifices that had to be done. Right? It's just, my father was an L.A. City firefighter he had to do those days where he's gone for three days and back to, like, those are those are sacrifices that are, are, in the end of the day, it's like, you're just doing your best to put your kids in a bigger position. Yeah. Are, are you from LA originally? I am, I'm am from. I'm just from down the street here. Oh,
0: yeah. all right, cool. Oh, so for so those that we're in Hollywood at the moment, you know, it's no big deal. No big, just big deal. Show.
1: Did you watch I *Emergency* I grew up in growing San up as a kid? No, no. *Emergency*. I know Maybe the name. of it. your I know, time, huh? I know. I know it. Just, you know how old are you? You're, I'm 38. You're 38. Yeah. yeah but so. I know.
2: I know it. I do know it because there, yeah. it sounds familiar when Randolph, I was really young.
1: Randolph Mantooth and yeah. Uh, yeah it was
2: so crazy. my dad was at LA City Fire. So my dad's story. He was he was an ex gang member here in Echo Park. Oh, right. um, he got arrested uh, at 16 for a, for a big gang fight, and they made at that time they gave me the option like, look, you can go to jail or you can go to the military. At 16 years old, his mom signed the paper, boom, 17, he takes off to boot camp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Better than jail, bro. And so, you know, and that's kind of where my upbringing was fully engulfed in sports and family. Like, you're not running the streets, you're fucking playing sports because last thing he wanted from me was to do the same thing. Yeah. And just blessed to have that, right? Like, mm-hmm. very fortunate to be, one of the few who had both parental figures in the household, you know, in a strong male role model, you know, because a lot of my friends don't have that. And, and fucking, you know, that's one of the blessings I had. Also, one of the curses, because that fucking dude was mean as fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> He's a devil dog, right? Just very stern fucking dude. He's a Marine. Yeah, he is. He was a, he was a Marine. Yeah. And, um... He's just a tough, tough motherfucker, bro. And I, I love him now, but when I was younger, I, I, every day he was home, I was trying to find a way to get out. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. you know those old school mentalities, right? Just very stu- tough and stern and raising men, men, you know, yeah. that don't cry. It's that a don't different, uh,
1: totally different generation, too. And uh, uh, we were talking about my buddy Jay Moore on the last episode, and uh, he notes in his comedy routine that we're the first generation of I Love You dads where we – are, he he claims that too because yeah. he's Jay and I are both forty nine and uh, to be able to say that to your kids and say cool. it often and still discipline them. Do you,
0: did you say it? Do you say it to your dads? I'm, I guess, did, did Me and my
2: pops are so close now, but he's. But he, did,
0: when when was that point that you started saying that? Because for me, it was after Afghanistan. I had to do three tours before I said that. Yeah,
2: yeah, for <laughs> for me, and my pop, I think it was after my first deployment time frame Things really kind of softened up for both of us, mm-hmm. right? For him started having grandkids and he saw a different guy right Mm -hmm. he was just completely a soft character now which is beautiful to watch him do that because he was a tough dude right like fucking tough you know and and for me and him to go get tattoos together and him just fucking be like hey sonny boy i'm so proud of you i love you you know and that's always been our thing is tattoos that's why i'm so heavily fucking tattooed (laughs) in my head it's always been our thing and so we're always finding time to do something you know but I remember my, my oldest daughter 16. I'm a young dad, 21 years old. And I have my daughter, and I'm changing her diaper. And he was like, what the fuck are you doing? And I was like, changing her diaper. He goes, that's a woman's job. Like, where's where's your mom? Go get your mom. I'm like, no, pop, I got it, dude. Like, my dad's never changed a fucking diaper, bro. That's well, yeah, the era yeah, he's yeah. from, this yeah. machismo, Latino kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And And I was like, hey, dude. This is my kid. I'm good, yeah. and you. Know, and he kind of blew him. Off. It kind of threw him off a little. But at the same time, I think he. It started. He had to start like, different time, bro. Different time. My fucking kids. I do everything for these kids, right? Yeah. It's a funny generation. I don't bro. know
1: if it worked for me up. Like I think yeah. it works for dads our age down. Yeah. But I don't have a lot of memories of telling my dad that I loved him. I know he didn't say really, me. really. Yeah, I, I, I think it. Yeah, maybe a double edged sword. Yeah. But, uh, yeah.
2: Well, bro, here's the funny thing. My mom was uncomfortable with emotions, dude. So growing up, my mom wouldn't say "I love you," dude. Not until I got older, she would say "I like you too," and it was like a big, joke. It was a big joke in the family. Like it was you. a big joke. I'm like, "Mom, say huh? it." She goes, "You already know. I don't have to say it." I'm like, "That's oh. so
0: funny." How this that 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 coke and yeah. and like and,
2: and she's she's the the reason I feel I have my sense of humor is her. Because shit like this, like our whole lives is this, right? But it's like, I'm like little 13-year-old, like, Mom, say it. You love me. And she goes, you already know. It sounds like an episode of George Lopez. (laughs) Well, that's how she is. I like you, too. And I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) Well, you know, it's funny. One thing I wanted to mention was like, you know, we were talking about the whole veteran thing. um and and what I, one of the quotes I, I say is when before I joined the military I was watching it on TV dude it was like 2002 I'm watching fucking the Marine put his the American flag over the Saddam statue do you remember that and they pulled yeah. it down
1: Third Battalion Fourth Marines
2: there you go shout out three four I was sitting there. Watching at a bar with a buddy of mine who was an ex, ex Navy guy, and I'm like, man, it's fucking awesome. CNN had the or CNN or Fox News whoever had the family there, and they're crying and how proud they are of their son to watch their son do that, you know. And I'm like, my parents have never fucking looked at me that way in my life, you know what I mean. And so that kind of ate at me. I'm like, I'm a college baseball player, fucking up life, like just not doing anything right, you know what I mean, and uh, failing out of college. And I was like. That's what I need to do, right? I need to I need to join the military and do something other than this. I'm sitting here with this dude, and we're sitting here, and I have no war stories, right? Mm. And so my head was like, 40 years from now, I don't want to be the dude with no war stories, mm. right? And so I joined. Now, I don't want to be the dude with only war stories, bro. Yeah,
1: that's great. And it's, that's yeah.
2: the thing. Oh, that's that. the thing. I don't want to be. This is a time I, I'm, I I served, and now it's like... What the fuck is next? If I take the same mentality I did in the military, ah, so what the fuck is next, man? Yeah. You know what? And my wife's like, why do you do so much? I was like, dude, we have friends that will never get the chance to fucking live. Yeah. To yeah. experience
0: And not even friends that have passed away. Friends that just won't
2: live.
3: Won't live. Just yeah. as
0: in because they, they 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 there's for whatever reason they won't take the they, the break off and won't. live. So it's not even it's not even like you've got to do it for your comrades that have passed away, which you do. But you also, like, it's just, I have friends I just look at and I think, like, oh, and they're not even really my friends anymore. It's not, I have, I have love for them. Anyone's been in my life like that. But friends from high school or whatever, and you look at it and you just think, like, you stalled out at 16. Bro. You know?
2: Like, there's so many of that. Yeah. Yeah. I, there's people that they, you know, capped out is what we say here, right? Mm-hmm. Do you, Cap, do you,
1: do you know who Sway Baron?
2: Uh, I'm so bad with names, it doesn't sound familiar. So
1: he's, he's a neighbor of mine. Um... We just actually had him on the show, but he he works you with. Th- our,
2: you assume I know Jose because I'm Mexican, bro. No, <laughs> Jos-
1: Jos- Josue. Said, Do you know Jose, not Jose, Jose Barron. But he's a he 35 an Marine, um, and, and we did this golf tournament up here at LA County Sheriff's Department, yeah. and he just shows up. I didn't even know he was golfing. I said, "Hey, who are you golfing with?" He's like, "You, sir." I'm like, "All right, hop in the car." <laughs> and we didn't even make it to the first hole, and we're talking about you know bringing him on board with yeah. the, the nonprofit and he's uh, he's got an amp, you know he's an amputee left side uh, all the way up to the hip he's missing his eyes oh, I heard about this
0: guy Shrapnel yeah.
1: on his body he got blown up and sang in, and he says to me y- you know what I want to be a part of something I know I need to do this yeah but I don't want people to say I'm a hero and remember me for what I did or, or why I got injured I want people to remember me for what I did after that yep and man right there i mean I said it out loud I'm writing that down because yeah. I don't want to forget that, oh, and I think that, that is so cool, and he's, he's doing it. He was in that movie. He did some stunt work. I mean, he's even acting when, uh Peppermint with uh, oh, yeah, Jen yeah, Gordon. Oh, yeah, 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 He was one of the vatos that got whacked by Jen what Gardner. He, on the dude, Yeah, it's
2: funny, because oh, one of my yeah. buddies, um, one of my best friends now, man, Richard Cabral, who was on the show with me on my MC, he was on that. He was on Peppermint. A lot of, lot of dudes were on that, so... It's it's a it's a trip, man. It's a trip, man. Like when when you finally see guys get it and they stop, like you know, it's the other analogy. You know, I say is a that that you don't want to be the Al Bundy of the military world, right? <laughs> talk about, um, talk, <laughs> talking about the fort, Al the, Bundy, the fort, yeah, so many Al gems, Bundy, uh, uh, I, a... bro. So do you know you don't know what that is the reference? No, I have you ever you know. seen the show Married with Children? Heard of it? Right, yeah. There's a television oh, yeah, American television it, yeah, show yeah, called Mar- yeah. "Married with Children," and Al Bundy is a shoe right. salesman, and he's just such a miserable dude. But one, his only glory was scoring or or scoring four touchdowns in in a high school oh, game, high school and game. he fucking Classic. talks about it all the time, like, "Oh yeah, yeah what well, I scored four touchdowns in fucking." It's like high Uncle Rico, yeah, Uncle is Rico, Rico? <laughs> exactly, bro. Don't be Uncle Rico, bro. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, there's so much more out there. Yeah. yeah,
0: I mean, dude, I feel hypocritical saying that, having just written a book about Afghanistan and stuff. <laughs> but no, look, part of the reason for that is to be able to literally close, close a chapter um, like I, I've um, you know I spoke with my agents and my publishers before I came out here and I was really because I was like look I don't want to be writing war books the rest no. of my life and fucking they're my, my agents publishers are fucking awesome they're like just write what you want to write because yeah. that's what will be good well, and you, so that was dope because I, I felt like there was this pressure on me no. as the military guy but yeah, it was no, a self-imposed it. pressure honestly yeah no
2: for yeah. sure but you have to understand too there we need that right like you need that. You know, the Ranger Battalion hasn't done very well of that. You know who's done very well? The fucking Navy SEALs. They have done the best recruiting tool yeah. for themselves, but not even that, just going ahead go being able to um tell their history, you know what I mean, and, and continue on the lives of the guys who have passed away, right? That's important to do too. Yeah. My unit, fucking Ranger Battalion, is so fucking hard headed on the fact that like quiet professionals, quiet professionals. I love that, I get it. Yeah. But we have to start telling our story in some aspect or yeah. else we lose the fucking the, Oh my god. We Boy, lose the irony
1: of it is is the the Navy SEAL organization is the youngest out of any of the special operator branches. Right. The Marine Corps or Rangers. They right. you guys all have the storied history. Bro, there's so and, much. But they the, the, and they had the most shrouded secrecy, too. And then Dick Marchenko hops on the scene yep. and, like, blows it out of the water. Then everybody with a Navy trident slapped it on the cover of the book, and it's a bestseller. Uh, you know, and I'm not saying anything against those guys. Yeah, not
2: at all. I say this. I, th- I think this. I think there's a there's some of the guys didn't take the approach I would have, and some guys did. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's yeah. exactly it. But I think it needs to be done. I think if, if I ever wrote a book about Ranger Battalion, I know my own community would hate me. But the future of my community will appreciate me because the kids these days... My son says, Dad, I want to be a Navy SEAL. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing as a dad? Right? right? Yeah. How does my son know more about Navy SEALs than my my, my own life? I don't talk about it in my own house." And, and now it's
0: spread into, like, we were talking earlier about the uh, SEAL team, the show. Um, most movies that get made right. about special operations. Because... Once once they gained the foothold, now it's just become like any. If you're going to make a movie now and you don't make it about, if you're going to make a, a special operations movie, you don't make it about SEALs, you know, people will be like, oh, a movie about fucking Rangers? Yeah, who are they? Who who are are they? Why? Like, wh- wh- why is the
2: Navy, Navy SEALs are better? Yeah. Bro, trust me, in, in being in Hollywood as an mm-hmm. actor in Hollywood, and also I'm the tech advisor for our show, right? They told me, like, hey, we're thinking about bringing on this this Navy SEAL as a tech advisor for the show. I'm like, why would you hire anyone else but me mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean and no offense they just didn't understand because they don't know and I don't tell them about oh, me oh not just disrespecting so SEALS here they do a great no, job not at all all. you, you know, don't, don't walk around with your like
1: yeah. boonie covering right. Ranger tab offset. <laughs> <Well, laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, yeah. yeah.
2: hey guys I was a Ranger bro yeah.
1: you know where you're style? grunt style yeah, apparently no, dude. Well, th-
2: that's the thing is, that there's nothing wrong with Navy SEALS at all they've actually done the best marketing for themselves so they've, they've given themselves opportunity after service more than any other fucking dude because yeah. of that title and I wish other units saw that and saw the the not just how lucrative that can be for us, but there's there's a foothold in the civilian culture for us if we showed that. And as well as our kids in the future of our units will have the appreciation that the SEALs have now that we deserve.
1: I, I see that too from another side from a from a affection for my service branch, uh, because we suffer from that and for building a future generation of great warfighters, the Marine Corps in and of itself, we the infantry officers course is the most grueling 13 weeks of training. They don't even list their course curriculum on their education website on Marines.com. They do a horrible job advertising. And what that does is it doesn't really protect their curriculum. It limits the pool of people that want to join and be badasses for their military, because guess who's going to get all those guys, the seals or the Rangers, because they've done a great job of marketing and promoting themselves and sharing what they need to share in right. a great light, and, and I, I, I've said this in public before, and I'm not saying it against my service branch, but I wish that they would do better.
2: Trust me. That's that's the thing. And that's why, so when you write a book about your service and, you, and your unit, like, that's good. Because you're doing a testament to them. You're giving a, the history books for them.
0: Well, I, I think so. I think it's, you're immortalizing. That's exactly people. what you're doing. Uh, and not just... Because it's one thing immortalizing people to pass away, but it's like, well, everyone that was there did depart part. They right. all deserve
1: more 100%, 100%. Do you ever uh, think about shifting gears? Do you think you can write a romance novel?
0: I think I could write anything, honestly. Yeah, no, I think, I I think, I could I think you could too. I like it. Like, I, 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 I can I Writing is a skill, and I think too many people get caught up in thinking that it's some like, fucking God is beaming down a laser beam into your fucking fingertips mm. and shit. It's <laughs> like... It's a skill. And if you are a craftsman and you put in the hours like yeah. we were saying earlier, then like look, you're gonna have more of a natural affinity to writing one style or another. Yeah, I mean, but if you're a fucking professional and you yeah. work at the skill, then there's no reason that you can't you can't write um can't write anything. I so like well, are you're gonna pitch me pitch me an idea what we get out of maybe
2: I maybe got a romance later idea. Later a ranger, button. a British infantry soldier, and Rico
3: 2 two dudes
2: <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, bro. Three guys, three guys I like how like like,
1: you, like, <laughs> you see that. I'm the same. I'm the same way. I, I see the artistry in, in everything that people do. Not yeah. just not just artists that are generally categorized. But I had some guys doing some concrete work in my yeah. house, and they they raised this thing. They shot the the concrete up off the ground, and then they caulked around it. And instead of just caulking it, they took the sand and they polished it and made it look like oh, a yeah. god. That is amazing, man. I never would have thought to do that, and I. I Value the the craftsmanship that's, and the dedication, for, uh, doing I, the work, I,
0: man. I, just, yeah, so good, go go
2: ahead. I, ju- I just appreciate anyone who's an expert in their craft. Mm-hmm. It's attractive. Yeah. It's attractive because they've put in the work to be great. Yeah. And, and like men, women, I don't give a fuck what it is. Someone who's dude, if someone's great at flipping a fucking sign trying to sell a house, like damn, that's dope, dude. What
1: yeah. type of what type of person does it take to realize that that's attractive? Though, is it a like minded person? Because think, a lot of people take it for granted. What?
0: I don't know. I just it, an experienced it, person. Yeah, experience, experience. Right? That, that you've like you've, you, you do. I started first trying to write like ten years ago, and I just I didn't have an appreciation for the work yeah. as you're saying because I just didn't have a body of experience in my life. Yeah, uh, you know now when I see you know like so the whole thing with the seals. I take my heart off to them because they they've worked hard at what they did. But like you're saying, there's where we are right now. We're up in the Hollywood Hills, and there's a bunch of houses getting built around here. I fucking go for a walk around here. I see those guys working. I take my fucking heart off to them too. Yeah. They're not doing hell week, right? But they're fucking working out in the heat, yeah. And you know, and they're making some beautiful fucking beautiful houses. Yeah. So I take my heart off to that too. You know, but it's. I think it's just. I think it's. It's a reduction of ego too, because it's like I I think there's one part of you that wants to be like, well, what I do is important, and what everyone else does isn't important, and everyone else is a fucking idiot for not what I do and what I do, but they could never do it because they're idiots. And then, and then I'm just like, now, now my thing is, it's like, yeah, you know what, like what I do touches some people, but. It's not changing the world as in, like, on a global scale. There's some people who you'll never know the names of who will make little inventions. Like, there's somebody out there who's made a water filter that yeah. probably saves millions of lives every year. No one yeah. knows his fucking name. Or yeah, he doesn't
2: name. have a million followers on Instagram. No. Yeah, you know <laughs> I mean? well, he hasn't got a nice ass. <laughs> well, he's on the show next week. Tune in. We've got that guy yeah. on the show next week. I got it. I want free
0: book. filters. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but you know what I mean there's so many people like that dude throw throw a fucking stick around here right now and I guarantee you'll you'll hit an impressive there's guys at the end of the street here I know uh, directors of big um, big pictures Um, but you know what like I said just down the bottom of the street working in Mel's there's some people in there they're always really nice they remember you and they're lovely people and they work hard at what they do Yeah, and but that's it like if you they work hard yeah, at what they do that's the important there's thing. also
2: the guy that's working at Mel's right now that wants to be a fucking screenwriter and eventually will right he's probably yeah. a veteran right one of my one yeah. of, bro you never know yeah. i have a buddy i have a buddy who's who just had a hit show i, I won't say his name cuz i'm not sure how he feels about his information to getting out but he he just, he's a writer for for a show that just blew up awesome. it's his first big thing and he actually just sold another show on top of that like he's doing mm-hmm. great but bro he, 5 years ago he was homeless right. right you live in that dream and you you should go in for like there's beauty in that right and you forget mm. like you don't oh, know absolutely. who the fuck what that's the thing for me like I don't ever want to th- imagine I know anyone's story right mm-hmm. so I treat everyone as if like bro oh, my you know what I mean I don't know what you've been through. I'm not going to treat you bad because there's there's no... I, I can't put myself above you, right? Like, it's humanity, dude. We all go through shit, mm-hmm. right? You might meet someone at their lowest of lows or their highest of mm-hmm. highs. I don't give a fuck. I just treat them all the same. You know what yeah. I mean? Because you just don't know people's You story. never
1: know. I, I was sitting at a table... In a little diner. Not Mel's, by the way. This episode brought to you by Mel's <laughs> I, I'm going to be asking
0: for some free fucking but breakfast I, there tomorrow. I'm, I'm
1: sitting across from the, the top-ranked U.S. Marine Corps sniper um, and uh, Bob, Jack Coughlin, who wrote Shooter and 13 other books, and yeah. then Bob Hamer, who um, it was the top FBI agent undercover, wrote The Last Undercover, and then there's a couple of guys, and it's there's just my dumb ass sitting there. And I, I'm thinking, all these guys eating breakfast have no fucking idea who is sitting at this table None. and now I sit down and I look around and I see these guys and
2: I think I wonder what that guy did for a living it's so yeah. funny dude so <laughs> we're on set just a funny on set scene you know like uh, one of the stuntmen I know because my father works worked with him for many years in the boxing community he's a, he's a well known striker he's actually Anderson Silva's striking coach no, for sorry. a long time but he's a very humble dude, very quiet, right? And he's sitting there as a stunt guy doing stunts. And JD loves fighting. JD and minds MC loves fighting, right? So we talk MMA all the time. And he's showing, he's doing a joke with the stunt guy. doesn't know who he is. He says, Bro, let me show you some new fighting technique. And he's like, Okay, whatever, right? JD shows him this thing. He like, kind of gets him in a full Nelson, then he just tickles him.
3: Right. And, it was, and JD, was like, <laughs> JD was like, Bro, I was just
2: messing with the guys. I was like, Which guy? He's like, That guy. I'm like, Bro, do you know who that is? He goes, No. I was like, as Anderson Silva's striking coach, he goes, Shut oh. up. I'm like, Yes, bro. So I was pulling up a line. He goes, Dude, I'm so fucking embarrassed. Oh, I just okay. tickled him, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but at least he was having a laugh and a Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, did you watch the Pacquiao fight the other week? Yeah, I love it. Because um, so, we were talking about. Sorry. Real quick, go on.
2: My father's the corner man for Thurman. If you watched the fight, you saw
3: my really? dad. Yeah,
0: dude. Oh, was g- I, was, I actually really enjoyed that fight. Great fight. Really enjoyed yeah, that. it. Great fight. Um, I, I was saying that we were talking about Freddie Roach. Yeah. So we we're saying, oh, like, if you, if you don't, like, you have to really know kind of boxing and, and stuff to know who he is. Yes. Like, if you were in Vegas that weekend and he just walked past, you'd be like, oh, look, here's some, like, fucked up looking old guy yeah. walking past. Never knowing that he he's one of the most know. highly respected, skillful fucking coaches out there. Like, and it's, and and that, when I see examples like him. Yeah. I think, like. Right, that's because fuck. I'm not saying I don't do this. Of course I judge people. Yeah, of course yeah. I do. We all do. But it's 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 the backtracking. Yeah, it's judging and then backtracking. Yeah, you're like ah. Oh, uh, <laughs> dude, I did this thing the other week. Actually, this is the, I think I'm going a bit off topic here, but I tell you, you good. You're good. I, I went I went walking down <laughs> so San Clemente, like so. Uh, you know where we were the other week. We were at yeah. San Clemente. We went down towards the pier, and I sat there. I was watching the sunset. I was on my own because I don't have any mates. That's why I have to have a podcast to get some company. <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, we have this saying in the British Army. It's that, um, at "The going down of the sun, and in the morning, we will remember them." Right? Beautiful. And that's it's, yeah. And it's that's often end of like a longer thing. But every time I see a sunset or a sunrise, I think of that. Yeah. So I was just sat there being a veteran with a hood up over my head, <laughs> hood up over my head, brooding. No, but I was I was just sitting there just thinking like how lucky I am or yeah. Everything. Yeah. And the train comes by, you know, the Pacific Surf line. It came by. And I just like started... it was only a few people on the train, so it wasn't that hard to do. Yeah. But I was just like, I love you. I love you. <laughs> I love you. I love you. And I felt so warm and gooey inside that I went and drank a bottle of Jameson. So I, didn't have <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so kill the feelings. Kill the feelings bad. at all costs. But no, I just I did and because I was just thinking like because it's like you get a few homeless people around yeah. there and stuff. And I used to be super can't just get your act together mate <laughs> like it's alright for me born yeah. in a middle class home yeah. never had to worry about a fucking roof over my head my entire life right like and I, I'm, just, I'm like, oh, just why can you just get your act together like yeah. oh, I don't fucking know what that person's you been no, through I, we God, no well idea. actually I probably can make a good guess they've probably fucking been abused right. they've probably been beaten right. they've probably been run out of their home with addiction yeah they've you know, struggled ton- well 100% has right. and I haven't been someone with a struggle with addiction now it's like I had to kind of get humble to be like I'm like, oh, you almost ended up killing yourself and you had the support of all your family and friends. So how fucking dare you criticise some, you know. So I don't know, dude. So getting back to your point... It's experience. Yeah, your your point earlier about um, what is it? That, I about, about, it. Like, I'm had never the, recording this. The attraction. The attraction.
2: attraction. Oh, so
0: people, yeah. yeah, it's it's, it's, it's experience. The per- it's experience,
1: and the perspective you get. You, you and... got to
0: you got to fall and, down and a bunch it, of times before you you, yeah. before you yeah. got to it's, fall down a bunch yeah. yeah. and, and learn a bunch. Well, sh-
2: humility, right, and and, mm-hmm. and some like lack of ego. <clears throat> I think once you've once you've been embarrassed enough, once you've been knocked down enough, like the ego kind of that's such a learned skill, right? Dude, it really is a life skill. But people don't allow that, right? Like. Modern society these days don't want to allow their kids to to learn about loss, right? Mm -hmm. They don't, here's your participation award for sixth place, right? Like, fuck that. If you don't win first place, you lost. And it's okay. What do we do next time to get better, right? That's what should be learned, right? Accepting your losses, knowing what you did wrong, how to work on getting better. We're not building resiliency in our kids anymore. That's why we have a lot of these issues I feel like we're having, right? like if if you if a girl breaks your heart and you freaking want to kill yourself right that's not having resiliency right that's not accepting the fact that life is just fucking life dude yeah. right it's not the the game of baseball has taught me resiliency better than anything in my entire life but i try and give that to my kids and explain to them like it's not fair life is not fucking fair you know what i mean you lost good yep. i play basketball with my kids i beat them every fucking time until they beat me They'll never beat me until they get old enough. You know what I mean? Video games, everything. No, fucking lose. It's okay to fucking lose. What did you do wrong? Yeah. Sports to me has been the best thing to fucking teach them that. But it's like something I think a lot of our veterans don't have that either is a past that has taught them resiliency and they're trying to figure it out in the military as adults. It's tough, dude. Seventeen-year-old mm-hmm. kids showing up there with no fucking real life experience. do sports mm-hmm.
0: is sports should be a
2: staple for every single. Fucking I think so. Yeah. Some aspect of it, competition yeah. of some sort, yeah. feeling lost.
1: And yeah, we're we're cut we're cutting it out of schools and public schools and parents have to pay to get their kids in sports and it, it makes it uh, you know unaccessible for some families it, it's and tough. Especially, especially up in la i mean uh it's interesting talking to host Wade. we're just hanging down by the barrel fire and he said you know what would have gotten you out of that gang banger lifestyle yeah. in in la he's like sports
2: sports 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 100 huge no i think it's one of the most important things is 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 being able to learn Life lessons through sports, and people don't sometimes don't relate that, right?
1: Do you do you, do you have the ability now to share that with your kids, like the 100%. losses?
3: It's it's without
1: a, without losing, yeah. that uh, you know that that mask of being
2: the dad or the, that's the, the patriarch. So that's leadership at its finest in mm-hmm. my head, right? Like I, I, I've done a lot in the leadership world. I'm working on my leadership book now, and, and in, in, in leadership, it, it's actually the. My book is the, the Parallels of Leadership in the Military and, and Raising Kids. Mm-hmm. That's my book. And because Raising Soldiers and Raising Kids are very, very similar, at all times, the old school methods of, uh, of leadership was tyrants, right? Be a tyrant. Be the scary dude, and they're going to listen to you. They're going to follow you. Fuck that. Now, in my head, leadership is being respected and loved. Right? I think the best leadership comes from love. Mm-hmm. The best parenting comes from love. And so for me, raising my daughters, like my daughters are wrestlers. And so it's the coolest dynamic of anything because it's not a son who's like you're expecting to be tough. Yeah. No, now you have this fragile ass fucking girl who's pretty as fuck during the day and then fucking turns into a monster during a fucking a match, <laughs> right? It's a cool dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And it also puts me in a space where I, I want to talk to my daughter in, in, in the most uh, respectful way as well as like teaching points for everything, right? And it's so beautiful. We'll, we, we prepare ourselves for the ride. All right, you got a wrestling tournament today. Here we go. What's your, what's your plan? And I've taught them to visualize every move, right? In my head, I've, I've raised in fighting, right? So it's like visualize everything. Visualize every fucking outcome so we can have an answer for that outcome. And so then when it happens in a match, you're prepared for that. Mm-hmm. I do this in life. I think about the worst case scenario in my life now, what could happen when I wake up tomorrow, a phone call of someone passing away, whatever the case, I'm prepared for that. I've already accepted it. I know what the plan is for that. I do that for them in fighting. I do that for them in wrestling. And then when they lose, I just give them notes. Hey, no one cares if you lose. In our household, they all know. Lose. No one gives a shit. If you quit, that's a problem, right? If you give up, that's a fucking problem. And they're gonna, dude. They're gonna get pushed to the point where they quit. And I'm gonna say, you quit. Mm -hmm. Disappointed in that. Don't quit. There's a reason why you quit what was it mentally tell me what happened what were we going through my... so this system right here that we have i will never be my kids friend per se there's a time where i take the hat off <clears throat> we say in the drill sergeant world sometimes you take the hat off and become human mm-hmm. human dialogue and there's sometimes you keep it on be like you're wrong boom right and this is this 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 hierarchy is always established my, my kids will never feel like we're friends but that doesn't mean we can't laugh and joke together yeah. and they can't make fun of me at times and i'll be like oh Good one. You got me. Right. Yeah, yeah. And so that's this thing. But that's leadership at its finest as well. Right. And so that's what I try and do. I try and maintain. They always know dad is dad. They're never going to cross that line. And when they do, they get, they get put in their place. Yeah. They're, they're
1: going to have enough friends in their life. And I, I have the same philosophy as a leader in the Marines. I was never there to be their friends. They're only going to have one commander. They're yeah, they are going to have plenty of friends. So yeah. when you have to be the person that makes those decisions that were ultimately save their lives yes. or with your kids change their lives yes. for the, for the better. You have to know that place and and you can't find a I think you can't find a balance. There is a balance.
2: There yeah. is a balance. and and you know, sometimes that balance gets tested, right?
1: I think every i, I feel like I'm failing at it all the
2: time. Yeah. And if you're a parent and you feel that you're not failing at it, <laughs> have you have you ever been in charge of like yeah. like grunt, right? I'm I'm in charge of five dudes whatever and then it'll get to the point where I feel like okay, I might be losing a little control. <laughs> Fuck that. Button it back up. Boom, and you just you know you put them back in their place, dude. dude. But that's just the checks and balances of it.
0: I look back on like my leadership as a junior leader when I was first given command, I fucking terrible, absolutely terrible. Like my thing was like, oh, I feel like I'm losing command here, uh, losing control. It would be to boil over <laughs> and get violent. Yeah. It's like I right, fucking smash your face and don't shut. Like instead, but because they, I didn't have those yeah. those methods that you have. Like, I've done it
2: too, though, bro. Mm-hmm. I've been in the middle in an Af- Afghanistan and one of my soldiers not pulling security, mm-hmm. dude. That's punishable by punching the fucking face yeah. in my as a leader, right? Pull your fucking watch our backs, dog. We're taking a firefight here. And you're not watching my back. <clears throat> I turn around and fucking rock this dude right in the ear hole, dude. And he yeah. just looked at me. I said, "Pull security," and he did. And they're like, "Bro, I can't believe you punched him." Sorry, at that moment, that was the best I had. I well, could,
0: also, yes, it, the best, probably the best thing for the situation. Yeah.
2: The, it, for that situation, right? But it's like, I tell someone who doesn't understand that, and they're like, bro, what the fuck? I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, the circumstances, he knew his job. He didn't do it, right? If I did it in training, I would never do that in training. I'd be like, hey, dude, fuck, bro. Pull security, that's your fucking job. Pull it, you know what you mean? Mm-hmm. And so yeah. it was a different approach to it. But yeah, dude, And I'd
1: there's be, a time for explaining your, your rationale, too, and... and whether you're in the military or being a parent with it, you know, yes. I, I have a young girl, and and you know, there's times when I lose my cool. She, pre, you know, they will press your buttons For as sure. a parent, and I, and I, you know, I, I raise my voice, and but I think I've gotten better, and I give myself a little bit of credit, and, and you don't do this as a parent mm-hmm. often. I will go back either that day or at least the next morning and say, hey you know, I'm sorry yes. and apologize to your children. I mean, we don't do it in the military. We don't say I'm sorry very often, but you explain the reasons why. You're like, hey, I don't enjoy yeah. losing my temper with you. I don't enjoy raising my voice with you, but here's why I did it. And you yeah. need to understand that you were wrong for doing this, this, and right. this. Or in the military, like, hey, here's why you got put on extra duty or you got yeah. your ass chewed by Sergeant Flip-Flop is right. <laughs> because you didn't meet the task condition and standard and your performance didn't meet our expectations, it, it so, happens also. And, and that puts yeah. other Marines and soldiers at risk,
2: right? Yeah. And, and it happens often where you where you question it or you feel. It. I've gone to sleep like, was, was that too much? Yeah. <laughs> did, I, did I give too much? Yeah, right. But it is right. But you know what? If I didn't do that, if I didn't have that thought process, I don't give a fuck no yeah. I give a fuck right so that's why I go through these like oh man I could have been nicer you know what I mean because sometimes I fucking go like dude what the fuck especially having teenage daughters bro Yeah, that's a space where I'm like learning to be like Okay. You've never been a teenage girl. Yeah. You don't know shit. No, I know what I did with teenage girls, right? You know who you were, and you're nervous as fuck that they're going to run into the version of you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so now I'm even extra fucking asshole, and I try—what I don't want is her not to be able to communicate with pops, right? Yeah so it's this weird well yeah
0: and also if you're too much of an ass we all know look there's a lovely strip club called Body Works down the bottom of the hill right here (laughs) which I (laughs) guarantee I guarantee guarantee you there's a lot of people who their dads are too harsh
2: right no, you know, for sure, dude. I, I, so it's know, this, this the, interesting uh, yeah, space. So but that's leadership. We, 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 should
0: right? go ask him, uh, we should go
1: and ask him. <laughs> Who
2: do
0: research? and oh, let's do a survey. <laughs> we got a research. Next episode will be brought Check. to you
2: by... <laughs> next. we got a few questions. for. This free. episode
1: brought to you by Experiment Rhino. <laughs> <laughs> We're here live.
2: We're like deja vu. Where we have a, a thousand <laughs> hot ones and three ugly ones.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, the yeah, body works. Body works down the street, I, uh, I've been told but uh, yeah there's, there's a fine there's a fine bounce snack with anything though isn't it it's like with your junior soldiers if you you know you want to treat them like adults and you're like yeah you know what guys we're not going to do a fucking inspection before yeah. we go on patrol because i trust you guys and then you go on and patrol and you find out one of those broke one magazines didn't want to be fucking have the weight to his fucking well it's one of those trust magazines. but
2: verify dude fuck all like yeah you, trust you, but verify yeah, like that trust <laughs> but verify like like dude you you want to give them room to breathe but when it when when the situation dictates where it could potentially cause risk someone's life sorry we had you know what i mean it's i think
0: as well it's it's like look it's one of those things with in the infantry Especially, you'd love to think that everyone can be can work at like an operator level, yeah. But they but they can't, and they Bro. won't. Now they can't, they won't.
2: Bro, I, uh, being in Rainier Town, you know, we take pride in being a very uh, well trained unit, and you know, special operations, mm-hmm. blah blah blah. But dude, you have dudes that are fucked up too, right? They have dudes that have bad days. You have yep. dudes that freaking, you know, going through a divorce with their wife or, or struggles. Mm. You know what I mean? There's so many yeah. things like so. Fuck all that. Like, there's human errors always in the case, right? They say Murphy's always on the manifest, right? Like, yeah, you just expect, one. <laughs> one. Right, <laughs> expect shit might go down, and always fucking check. You know, dot your eyes and fucking cross your t's, man.
0: So, how how, how does it feel? How does it feel? The kind of like the the leading troops in combat, right? Obviously, there's um, huge consequences to making yeah. wrong decisions. Is that what it feels like being a parent?
2: 100. percent So that's exactly on, the, on those parallels, bro. I would never want to lose one of my soldiers. And thank God, I personally have not had to deal with that. But you know what I did? Like, there was things I did to make sure that if someone was going to get hurt, it's me first. Mm -hmm. Because then I don't have to live through the experience of everything else. But also, years of experience, I feel like I would handle every situation better than any of my Joes. Right? I called them my kids. Literally, you can ask them. They say, yeah, he call kids. Right? Hey, kids, get over here. You know what I mean? And it was this thing, like, this, this style of... If I'm going to kick in a door, right? We've already made entry, and now the next door, I'm leading. Next door, if I can get there, I'm leading. Next one, I'm leading. And it's like, Mm -hmm. why? Fuck you, dude, because I'd rather catch this motherfucker in my big ass goddamn chest than any of my fucking kids would, and I feel Mm -hmm. I'm more experienced to fucking pull the trigger because I've done this more often than them, so put me first, right? And the same with my kids. is like, it's leading from the front, leading by example. Like your kid says, hey, I'm scared of the dark. Dad, it's something wrong in my room. You don't say, okay, kid... Go in there real quick and I'll tell you if it's safe. No, you go, mm. come with me. Turn on light, look around. You're leading yeah. just like you would in a fucking room with a firefighter. You know, you're leading, dude. You're sitting there eating with your kids. Do you serve yourself, eat real quick and say, all right, kids, whatever's left you guys got? Mm. Fuck no, dude. Yeah. You serve your fucking family. You fucking sit down <laughs> and eat with them. They want seconds, go ahead. There's not enough food for you. Who gives a fuck?
0: I want to jump, jump on that real quick. Go for it. Because one of the things I noticed out here on sets is noticed that like when they get food fed out here, the directors and producers all eat first. Yes. And the extras eat last. Yes. And coming from the military, I was like, it's hard to watch. Well, I was like, whoa, because don't get me yeah. wrong, I'm sure this re- they have their, I re- think they have the reasoning, yeah. but it just, it, it just, it's didn't hard, right. it's it hard for me right, too because I
2: don't right. like anyone saying go first. Mm-hmm. For me, like no, no, dude, you go. But then there's a time where I understand it too because yeah. you're on this filming schedule, and yes. if you're like me, if you're one of the fucking Mayans and your scene mm-hmm. is coming up. I kind of have to eat real quick and go back on set. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's not this. Same, same. It's hard though, isn't it? It's fucking hard. bro. In, when that's ingrained in you. Yeah. I had a guy come up to me be like, You're going to get me fired if you don't let me start doing shit for you, bro. Because I'm like, Hey, is there water? He goes, Yeah, I'll get it. I was like, No, bro, I got it. I'll go get my water, right? And then, Hey, I got to go get this. Hey, I'll yeah. get it for you. No, dude, st- I said, stop, dude. I go get my shit, right? There and I'm getting are. mad, right? It's an unnatural
1: act. For natural, us,
2: yeah. like, to do our own thing. Yeah. Like, I don't need no one catering for me. I got this, right? And then he's like, bro this is what I do man you're gonna fucking you know what I mean I'm like Um, I get it right the whole acting thing was a completely fucking 180 in my life and trying to figure that out because day one I look like fucking just some random ass dude and they're like hey we need someone to move trucks i was like bro I'll move a truck and they're like fuck dude you're you're talent you can't touch a truck I'm like
3: Oh well, fuck, dude. I don't know. I come from. Just, world where just, we all do just, shit. Just, you know? the, just the
0: word that. The, just the word that use talent. Talent. Like like someone that's working lights doesn't have a talent. They
2: okay. have a fucking talent in the lights. It's the a, makeup artist has a fucking talent. It's an uncomfortable. You know I mean? It's a. It's an uncomfortable position oh. for sure. Like I actually talk to everyone. Like I go all over. I talk to the camera guys. I talk to the lighting, and. Um, not everyone does that. And I'm not saying there's anything bad with it, but I don't know another world. I don't know any other well, world. Well, it's, it's because it's, the you thing come is,
1: from a, a business that's a people business. Yeah. yeah. I mean, being in the military, you have to know the intimate details of every single person around you that can support you. Yes. Because without that external bubble of support, you fail in the battlefield. Yeah. You fail in your job, and it behooves you to know that and, right. and you're a writer too you're, you're a nosy guy and a storyteller by nature so you always want to know what's going on around you I'm the, I'm the same way I That's can't true. not do it I, don't, it's, I think it's a uh, but also
0: it's like I think yeah. all of us have a touch of ADHD we just don't <laughs> like to sit still yeah. like like, the, like when, when we're around other people <laughs> and stuff like that we can have the thing of like you know because I'll do it, I won't necessarily talk to people, but I'll certainly be going around nosing around everywhere. Yeah. You know, I'll certainly be sticking my nose in, even if I'm not talking to people. Yeah. But I think, with the, um, with, you know, in defense of people who are, let's say, an actor who's come up through an acting school and stuff, yeah. they don't know how to communicate with the guys who are the truck drivers and right, stuff. Right, no, that's their but, culture. Yeah, right? because they just, they've never, like, for them, it would feel like stepping over a huge barrier to not do that because. They've been to acting school, which, let's be honest, probably the most insulated places right. on the planet. Yeah, And then they've gone into Hollywood or well, whatever. Well, think
2: about this, dude. Think about this. As similar... You know, it's funny being being an actor. I, I see so many similarities of, of being in the military in the aspects of uh, the actors. The talent is the infantry, right? Right. And everyone else is support. Right. Elements, right? That's cool. But fucking, in, in all honesty, like, the uh, infantry... Needs the support of everyone to create to finish the Don't mission. Don't listen to, to, what to what he's saying.
3: <laughs> this is lies. The enemy have got to him. <laughs> <laughs> he's clearly gone mad. He's had
0: alpha <laughs> beer. Do not listen to what he's saying. <laughs> One and I'm gone.
2: No, but you know, you know what I'm saying is like, um, everyone has a job, right? Everyone does yeah. their thing. Like, let's be honest with ourselves here. An actor is only doing exactly what the fucking is on the paper, right? And and you're you're, you're definitely going to create an expression. You're gonna you're gonna take make that character yours. Mm-hmm but you do whatever the fuck the director and that writer have fucking created for you. Yep. You're nothing but a fucking piece of mold to do what they say. <laughs> so you know are, what I'm they, saying? are they yeah. the officers? Yeah, right? They would be, right? they they're, they're the, they're the ones. <laughs> the yeah. like, fuck the, you, sir. Yeah. They've created the op order. Yeah. They, they, yeah. They, they, they already have the mission planned and all yeah. we have to do is act. Execute. Execute, yeah. execute, execute. And, 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 it's, and it's so true, but you you have to break it down to even further, like, everyone plays a part in this fucking game, dude. You know what I mean? The the actor who gets the fucking Emmy or whatever the fuck, that's all based on the fucking lighting of the show, the fucking audio of the show, the writing of the show, the direction Mm -hmm. of the show. The director that gives you these notes and says, hey, that that was good, but give me a little bit more of this. Boom. There's your award, sir. Thank you very much, everyone in the fucking room who did it for me. You know what I'm saying? It's like in the in the in the ranger town, we say, you don't earn your ranger tab, right? Your your, your ranger buddy earns your tab for you. He's the motherfucker mm. making sure, like, hey, yeah. get up, hey, fucking get dressed. Uh, you know what I mean? Like your ranger buddy earns that shit for you, so that's the guy who really earned it. You know what I mean? Because if it wasn't for your partner left and right, you, there's no way you do I it alone. So I would
1: suspect too that. You know, we made the, the comparison of the, the writers and directors and producers or the officer corps. The really, really good ones also know how to listen to the the troops. Yeah. When you say, hey, did you think about this? What if we did this? Yeah. And there's a light that comes on like, I never thought of that. The think
2: about this. There's guys that don't listen, right? There's Absolutely. Guys that, there's guys that have too big of an ego that don't want to hear that aspect. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. This is what... Those
1: are know, the guys that will probably never be loved.
2: It is, it, it is what it is, right? Yeah. Like... Who's to say what, you know, both both leadership styles will still complete a mission. Right? Yeah, it
1: doesn't it, mean you're not going to win the battle. Also, doesn't mean you're not going to win the Oscar. Right. Uh, but it's, right. A, yeah, different type of leadership I mean, style. You
2: know, it's funny. It the same mentality I've taken is like, military, we train, 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 dude. We train. You train to go to war, dude. And if you're an actor and you're not training to go to fucking war, bro, you're fucked already. You're wrong. If you're not physically getting yourself in shape, if you're not mentally getting yourself in shape, if you're not... Uh, learning all the different aspects of acting from Meisner to, to it's different it's different styles and techniques and finding and perfecting your craft, bro. You ain't going special ops, right? You're not. You're not yes, going. Yeah. You know what I'm saying,
0: dude? I totally agree with. You. I think with with uh, with writing, it's the same. Right. I still read. I read other people's books. Yeah. Um. Some for enjoyment, but some because if I've heard that this is a really good book. Well, I need to fucking read that book. I read scripts. Oh dude, uh, I'll read people like shout out Stephen Pressfield, like his kind of work, you yeah, know. He's great. Um, he's a Marine. Yeah, he was. Um, <laughs> cool Sorry guy that. actually. Sorry. Give me the <laughs> try. Yeah. Pressfield. He's um, Love you. He's he's um seems to be a really seems to be a really cool person as well, so it makes sense for the kind of the background. But uh yeah, these these people, you know, you should be learning from them and and, like, there's, there's some writers that I've been lucky enough to connect with on Instagram, which gave me the time of day. And and, um, and I asked them questions. But, like, we've, to tie this back in, they're the kind of questions that I can find on Google. So the kind right. of questions I had for them were, like, when I was putting out my book was, like, how do I deal with worrying about what my peer group will think? Right. About, mm-hmm. like, how do I deal with people thinking that, that um that. I don't want what what will happen if people think that I'm trying to capitalize off the death of my yeah. comrades by making those are the questions it's I had. Le- you can't find yeah, that. No, on you're Green
2: looking world. for legit, legitimate mentorship. Mm-hmm. Right? Exactly, and right. that's and that's beautiful, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And and you have to trust in the right person you ask mm-hmm. those questions to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, yeah mm-hmm. I do the same like on set. I feel like I'm I I've been blessed with the best acting course in the world because I'm fucking right. It's it's I'm on the job training. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so there was a scene that 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 filmed this season and um you know my character was just kind of in the background doing his thing but as the scene kicked off it was emotional dude and, and i caught myself I, no shit legitimately tearing up and i was like that was brilliant whatever the fuck he did right and so i took the time to actually say hey bro let me tell you like that was seriously a dope scene it fucking blew me away what was the motivation behind it right because that's where i as an actor so how did he get to yeah, that what, place yeah what did you get yeah what did you do like Fuck, blown away. Yeah. I think I could have gotten there as well in my head. Mm-hmm. But what was his approach? Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and why wouldn't I want to know that and see? Yeah. Maybe I use that. Maybe I don't. But, like, if you're not peeling back those layers and trying to figure it out, like, dude, are you really trying to fucking be great at it? You know what I mean?
0: Well, again, it comes down to the ego thing, doesn't it? Because it's, it's, if you're coming in and thinking... Because I think what there can be the case of having is people think I'm great. And it's just that people don't get that I'm great because yeah. they're stupid. But it's not that like. But it's like in their heads, it's like they're already great. Yeah. Whereas the difference to someone like that is, it's like I want to be great and believing it's attainable. Yeah. Because that's another good thing. Some people will be in the other trap where they're like, I'm not great and I never will be. Well, no, that's not true. You. I think everyone has. It's a, it's a
2: huge veteran great. mindset, dude. A huge veteran mindset is that all right, I'm already broken. What the fuck? I can't do nothing else. It's like wrong, dude you can't do anything because you put your mind to that right yeah. like dude I didn't know I could have been an actor right mm-hmm. like I was in the border patrol and then all of a sudden Matt goes hey come in some videos with me on YouTube right and all of a sudden I'm like oh shit this is pretty fun and we're getting a lot of dope feedback mm-hmm. I'm kind of addicted to this now I'm kind of drawn mm-hmm. in and then we did a movie I was like oh fuck I actually told Nick Palmashano like day one I'm like I'm gonna do this for the rest of my life. He goes,
0: "Oh, I believe it." Is that range 15?
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. range 15 when we filmed it. And, and the owner of Ranger Up is, is Nick Palmashano. Yeah. and and he's kind of been a business mentor of mine. And just someone I I, I always just dump a lot of shit onto him because he's fucking good at fucking giving me. You know, I vent to him a lot. And uh, he said, he goes, "Dude, I believe it, right?" But I I didn't believe for myself, dude. Yeah. I like I then I started to believe it. And when I started to believe it, that was what fucking gave me like the opportunity. When you you have to. We tend to put a lot of barriers for ourselves, right? A lot of guys like grunts. Just we get out and we're like, well, we can be a cop, or we can be a contractor. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and which is, dude, respect to both. Yeah, absolutely. But we've never looked p- outside the box yeah. for some reason, right? We, 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 like we said earlier, I'm still in that mold where I'm mm-hmm. just what everyone else tells me I am. Like, fuck that. You want to be a painter, an artist, a writer, which is fucking to me is beautiful when guys are writing. I just love the art of that, you know. But like, I, I. I put myself in a bubble myself. You know what I mean. And I was glad I was able to find my way out of it early enough where I could actually enjoy life now. You know what I mean? Too because now I think there's been more therapy in my life in acting than there has been any other place.
1: I and would I think, think that for for a lot of guys too, the the transitioning vets they 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 all like to ride on what they did too in the military. And and, and again, it's kind of hypocrisy because we write about it and we we remember it often. And, but if you think that that's, what's getting you where you're at now and where you're at today, you're wrong. It's got to be about what you're doing now. And it's got to be this complete meritocracy of what you're providing for yourself and Mm -hmm. what you're just like you, when you're in the military, you're not getting promoted for what you did yeah. i'm promoting you for what you're capable of and yep. that's how you create these successes in yeah. in life and i always it, i always hated it even my peers or 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 young young warriors would be like yeah i'm due for promotion next month i mean, i you're not due for shit yeah. no. in, unless you're capable of stepping up to the next level in, in, unless you're capable of creating another great novel or another great yeah. scene or another great you know, song, yeah. whatever it is. You have to continue to be doing that and digging deep. And I often sit around and I think to myself, well, what's next? Yeah. You know, how do I do that? And staying engaged and, and staying connected with other great guys that just just fucking inspire me, yeah. man. To like I'm gonna go up and write till three in the morning now yeah. But it's like
0: if you don't if you don't the thing I say as well is like all oh, people are like, <laughs> oh so you're gonna be right. And I was like, maybe, maybe yeah. in five years I might decide that I want to be a fucking fisherman. Yeah. I might watch Delhi's catch one day and go. I might meet such a fucking <laughs> psycho that I think that being in the North Atlantic is is the, is the best fucking place for me. And, um, but I just think like why li- why limit yourself to yeah, saying exactly. why? Like, that's what I'm going to be? And like you could be many things at the same yeah. fucking do it all. Yeah, Where's the fuck. So I I, I think the, the 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 veteran thing as well though is like people forget that when you were a soldier, you didn't just. Be a soldier, right? You didn't just Uh, turn up uh, on ops. You're on the ranges. You're on the ranges. You're on yeah, but you're 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 on on the ranges. You're out doing physical training. You're on you're on exercise.
2: Everything. So it's like
0: when you when you think about it, you're actually learning more than anyone in college when you're because you're like you you're like like just constantly constantly doing reps to get better mentally, physically, your skills, your physical aspects. That has to be the case in civilian life too. And if it's, if yeah. you're not doing that, why do you expect? Why would you expect to advance if you're not putting in well, reps? Why would you expect to go forward?
2: Someone asked me like, someone asked me before like, what would you think the civilian culture can do more to help out veterans? And, I, and my answer was like, stop helping veterans. Stop stop <laughs> giving them fucking
0: right? parking spaces. Well, you, stop giving them parking spaces. Well, that's well, the worst <laughs> veteran veteran well, parking spaces. Well, that's the thing to me is, no. like, I think I,
2: I think people have a. They have the bleeding heart for the situation mm-hmm. but they also don't realize how much they're enabling them as well yeah. right when when you're starting to when when you start giving opportunities to guys who, who haven't worked for it well then more people are gonna start to say like hey well why am I not giving that opportunity and then then people get out of the military with their open hands saying what what I'm a veteran what do you what do I what do you owe me you know give me give me a job I deserve a job you know and like there's really the truth is no one deserves anything. You don't fucking deserve shit. You get out of the military, you start at day one. Sorry to say, you chose that. But you have a solid resume and if you have the same work ethics in there, you can be successful anywhere, right? I have a guy that say, hey man, can I borrow some money? I said, no, right? No. But what, he goes, I can't find a job. Okay. Where have you applied? Everywhere. Walmart? No. Why not? Wow, dude, I don't want to work at Walmart. Well, then, do you really want to get fucking paid, bro? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean, like don't
1: that same f- guy yeah. emailed Vinny the next day and goes, "How do I be an actor?"
3: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I just want same to guy. Exactly. Yeah. The same one, bro. It was like, a, like you know, and I bitched <laughs> him I bitched, him out, like, I bitched <laughs> him out. I <laughs> <laughs>
2: said, "Bro, don't ever fucking come to me with your hand out asking for something if you haven't helped yourself first. Like, fuck off, dude. Like that's that's the biggest slap in yeah. our face, any of our faces, bro. I don't. I'm not this millionaire that people, dude. I don't trust me, bro." With six kids, I'm, I'm never say, getting ahead six, of that one,
1: you're bro. You're you're an author. You're, you're, yeah, you get rich writing books. Uh, yeah, you tell everybody. Fuck. You guys
2: right. are both. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are both New You're best-selling, 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 best-selling author. You're, you're rich. The author. first
0: book deal I got, I could have got that in t- like ten days of contracting. <laughs> like it's 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 nuts. I mean, don't get me wrong. You can make good money. You can, money can. Yeah. And I yeah, and I I'm able to do it. I'm able to write full time. Yeah. Which is fucking rare. And like to be able to write full time. Just if if, if if I never, if like we're in a beautiful house right now, right? Yeah. If I never have a house like this, I'll be, I'll be happy enough. Yeah. But I love a house like this. Yeah. <laughs> but, um you know, to be able to do what I love full time is awesome. But look, I still can't fully just write what I want. I still have to take yeah. on ghostwriting jobs yeah. and stuff, you know, because... Do you, do
1: you still get the the rando that comes in and says, hey, so how's the writing thing going for you? Oh, yeah. Like it's a fucking hobby. He, you, know, well, you mean my job? Oh
0: yeah. no the best yeah. the best one is oh you should write a book about me oh really <laughs> really look now everyone has that's a, the
1: guy that emailed me on how to e- be an actor e- everyone
0: has a story and that's <laughs> the fantastic same guy. but like someone at the gym said said this to me they literally said like uh, they were like oh well you should do the book about about me I'm like I'm thinking like one I know about you and I know you don't <laughs> have like you're probably four hundred and fifty six millionth down the list of people that I know who's interesting right and I'm like. I just drop all my fucking shit, shall I? All the projects. Like, I got screen projects going on, I got fucking several different books going on oh I'll just drop that to write about you shall I you fucking cunt like, <laughs> and, but it's, it's it's one of those jobs where I think people know if you say like oh I'm a hedge fund manager or whatever yeah. people are oh they have like an idea about that Right. No, but like it's what, fuck, actually keep... hang on I'm, on I'm on one now <laughs> yeah, that's when right. I came when I came into the co- I came into this country once yeah. and the guy the immigration guy was like what do you do for a job I'm like oh I'm an author and he goes how do you support yourself I'm like I'm an author he goes yeah but what what, what else do you do I was like like i'm an author i had a book at number three in new york times on the fucking i was and i said that to him i was like sir i said we can go to the gift shop right now i'll show you like the hudson news and he, he's like how do you make enough money to support yourself? From my books! From fucking <laughs> working out of my books, you fuck. And then he was like, She's like, Oh, so why are you taking th- how are you taking three months off now? Do you not have a job? I was like, Yeah, I have a job. I'm taking three months off. Because I don't know anyone who can take three months off. Oh well, it's your fucking problem, mate. Not mine. <laughs> <laughs> like,
3: oh. yeah, i right,
0: have to lie down. No, it's,
2: it's, it's, How do you really feel about I, it? I get I, I get into an Uber <laughs> driver, right? Get into an Uber and they're always like, So what do you do for a living? I say I'm an actor. He's like, oh, cool. What restaurant do you work at? Oh, I was like, uh, what? But I was like, dude, I get it, right? Because there's a lot yeah. of struggling actors in L. A., dude. And, they're and, all- and <laughs> look, he, okay, here's an what'd you say?
1: What'd you say when we were on, the, on our show? You said, "What's an overnight sensation? How long? Does it yeah,
2: take- it takes ten years to be an overnight there sensation. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, this is a great one. All right,
0: here's, here's one though, because
1: obviously, I fucking really support the idea that people go after their dreams, right? Yes. And there's a lot of people. In, um, but you talk to people on trains too, randomly passing. <laughs> you tell time, me you so love them. That's weird. I'm waiting to see where this
0: goes. About this. <laughs> no, I'm, okay, but that is like let's be honest, right? Let's be honest. There are some occasions when people are um, chasing a dream, which I don't want to say never going to happen, but like realistically, like let's say now, yes. I said, let's say right now, I was like, guys, I am going to play defensive end. For the Sandy or oh, not San Diego fucking bastards. Los, uh, Los <laughs> Angeles Chargers. I'm going to play defense today. You might need to take me aside and well, have a the, little that's, word. That's
2: an that's an uncomfortable conversation. Yeah. And there's someone in their life has to be so honest with them. But you no, know, that happens a lot. There's a lot of guys, man, that's everywhere, right? Singers, right? People that say, I want to be a singer. And you're like, you know, like William Hong. You're like, you know what I mean? The guy from fucking, you know. You know bang. Yeah, you're, she bangs. You know she what I mean? Like. There's people that have to be honest with those people, but there's there's people that just don't give up that dream and you feel bad, bro. But you feel bad. Like acting is a big one like that. I think acting's a huge one. You have a lot of guys that spend a lot of their life trying, whether they had the talent or not, for some reason doesn't work out, and it's like fucking years and years of being an actor and, and struggling. And that's fucking hard to watch, dude. Because I give myself an exit plan, dude. Five years. It's been two. Five years. So I got three more years to make this shit fucking really pop. If it doesn't, mm-hmm. I'm on to something else, dude. Straight up. I can't sit here... We're just smuggling.
3: I, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah,
2: I'm going to flip on the other side of the fence. Yes. You know what I mean? But the thing is, is like, I'm super fucking motivated in anything I focus on. Well, I'm giving myself five years to fucking make it happen. If it doesn't happen, well, maybe it's not for me, but I don't want to fucking sacrifice all that time with my family for this dream that might happen, this mm-hmm. potential
1: happen. I like, think if you surround yourself with the right people that support your dream, and if you said you wanted to be... A defensive end for the Los Angeles Dodgers. I'd say that's unattainable. It's, it's their <laughs> baseball team. Uh, <laughs> I said charges. Okay. charges. all right. You correct yourself. But you know that's a great question too to ask Nate because same people yeah. said the same thing to Nate. Well, then Nate, Nate was Boyer. Um, yeah, he was. You know, said he couldn't do it. But if you yep. applied yourself in the right way, no, but Nate? you could do it. And who's the guy that Mark Wahlberg played? The Vinny for the. Oh yeah, yeah. For uh,
2: yeah, for the the movie in- Invincible. Invincible. Yeah. I mean, but, but you got to think of it this way. Rare, but there's it could happen. He had a foundation. Look at look at freaking Nate. He has the foundation. You can't... Like, if Nate was 450 pounds, it was never going to happen, in good bro. shape. Nate, no... I know you're... <laughs> you're in great shape, but the point is, is you like... You look marvelous. You know, the, there's several things that have to be there before you can even fucking make it attainable, right? There's some people that are the 400-pound guy saying he wants to do it, and you're like... <sighs>
3: Fuck. are
2: you dream crusher? Think, <laughs> i would be a, dude, if you, do you think do you think oh, some dude. people are like think, I, I crush my kids dreams daily <laughs> do you think everyone's born with a talent uh oh, i think man. whether it's learned or born with you uh-huh. know i think i think there's something. i think
0: like one of, the, one, of the, one of the things i was worried about with writing was called. you know do you guys have the x factor out here yeah so i call it the x factor factor right which is they go up and they're like my name's Kimmy and my family all tell me that I'm fucking great and she go up and be like ah, fuck <laughs> it.
3: and like, then
0: she'd be like I can't believe they
2: didn't send us through <laughs> that's the William Hong bro. right yeah so like
0: yeah. that to me was I was always like oh and that's why Gareth who's studio we we're recording him he was one of the first people I showed it to because he's successful in the arts yeah. and I thought he'll give it me straight yeah um, well dude
2: I'm, that's what I'm with my kids well you should I think my you da- should my daughter, daughter tries to, to me, sing though. and I say Mama, if you want to do singing for real, let's get lessons. Yeah. She goes, What do you mean? You think I can't? I was like, Well no, you're not good. Like We can get better. There's potential there, yeah. but you're not good. Like you want me to say you're great and go embarrass your fucking self? That's on you. I'll be pops all day long to tell you that she was like, you need work. But I say that with everything, wrestling, yeah. you need work. You need, we you. all do. You you need work
0: on your acting. Exactly. I need work on my writing. You exactly. need work on your writing. We all need work on our on our skills. Yeah. <laughs> we all do. Like for sure. to, to say fucking hell to say that we're capped out now if that was the case if we were capped out well where's my money Well, but also no where's the challenge where's the enjoyment yeah none of us joined the military because we didn't want a challenge right and this is one of the things that does piss me off for veterans sometimes like oh boo hoo hoo boo hoo hoo I'm like well look if you didn't want a challenge why did you join the fucking military let me ask you something
2: what's your challenge right now yours personally
0: my challenge right now I think is to make the step into being able to write what I want Exclusively, um, and also to have a big enough base that I don't rely on publishers. Mm-hmm. That'd be mine. How about yours?
1: This is the great thing about getting three guys to do podcasting together that we always wind up interviewing each other. It's great. <laughs> uh, it's a great question. Um, it is a great question. I, I think continuing to challenge myself to to, to go past what I know. Yeah to really do something different and i I think i'm is there a
2: goal somewhere like is there this this attainable thing that in your head already well whether it's in writing no
1: absolutely absolutely uh i'm I'm, i mean i totally transitioned not trained in it don't know what the fuck i'm doing i I wrote uh, a treatment for a full-length feature documentary and i'm working with anthony zucker who created csi and you know did i ever think i'd be doing that no but but i surround myself with smart people and uh You know, I have no idea what I'm doing. I have yeah. no idea if we'll raise enough money to start filming where we yeah. want to film and get the people on board. But we've got a great team around us. So yeah, that's a great question, though. Yeah,
2: no, that's, that's you you my. Know, that's my. I guess that's my Yeah. You know, it's. I'm in the acting space now, but but I also pride myself in trying to produce and direct. You know, I would love to start jumping into the directing world of some some TV shows. You know, I'm, I'm really working those networks right now and trying to get the opportunity to do that. I think directing is, is so, uh, it's the same parallel in leadership and everything, it's delegating and, and it's knowing how to talk to people and just understanding the room, you know, here's the mission, let's complete the mission kind of concept, so I feel real comfortable in that space. but. You know, like in everything I've ever done, I've imagined myself receiving an award, right? Like I imagine my kids being proud of dad receiving an award Mm. from from basic training to fucking airborne to Rangers. It's this vision of my kids sitting in the stands, watching me cross a platform of some sort, receiving an award, and everyone being proud, right? This is what drives me. I haven't had that happen, really. And I'm trying to make that happen in acting. What about when you got your your Ranger? Yeah, I was there alone.
0: Where were
2: you? That he just want. It, by the
1: way, he just totally jumped the tracks on that and like brought his kids into it, and made us feel like no I selfish didn't. scumbags by talking about <laughs> professional goals. I don't and have, the, I don't have kids. No, but us.
2: this this is a, this is something I, that I I yeah. I visualize my shit for a reason because like okay now I have to chase right and I say like do you have that goal for me I have to create this difficulty, uh, difficult attainable mm. fucking option to have to have something to chase, right? This, this fuck, like, fuck, am I working towards that or not? You know what I mean? Like, what you're doing is dope, and that's where, like, I want to say... No, anything- I
1: didn't mean it like that. I just meant um, b- by bringing that emotional part into it, but a great senior parent said, your kids won't tell you they're proud of you right now at this stage. Yeah. It's planted in their seeds. They're seeing all this thing, and one day that'll happen. It'll yeah. cut, it'll like, while we're in college, and come back, and I, like, I, man.
0: I, f- I feel like it happened to me only in my 30s, really, when I realized how hard working and stuff was like, well, yeah. like, cause, cause, um, not my, like I would say in the last five years, my, like I've never been not proud with my parents, but like mine has just gone through the roof in the last five years when I realized how hard there is to manage money, how hard there is to go yeah. roof over people's heads, how hard there is to go to work every day and how well they yeah. did it
2: without complaining. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it, again, it's only, it's only when you have a body of evidence behind your own life that I see that now. Cause what I didn't realize is I used to think when you got older, Something changed in your mind, and you became an adult. What I realize now is that I'm still 15 years old. I'm just in a 35 year old body with bad knees, <laughs> and that like everyone's a kind of in that. And it's but it's but it, like I just used to think that you. It's almost like you got reissued a new per, like yeah. personality, and to an extent you do. But yeah. everyone's trying to figure shit out. It's like right. I think I used to think just like oh my parents just know everything because they're parents. Yeah. Well, as we, <laughs> that's not the case. No, it's
2: his experience.
0: It's like yeah. oh well they yeah mum and dad just go. The, those are their jobs. They go to work. Like and now I'm like, well, fuck! They both had their own businesses. Of course, they would have been. They were all the stress that comes yeah. with that. Yeah. You know, they weren't just going in, clocking in, clocking out like I thought they no. were. I, don't know. I
1: really like that you said that though. Is is working towards an end where you want to make your kids proud? I think yeah. I think that's really respectable. Um, it, it, despite the fact we we spent like you know a good portion of the show talking about how much perspective kids don't have because they're so young. But right. though, when they do hit that age, I think they're they're going to do that and. I think that's why it's important, too, in any profession where you have colleagues or you have veterans or whatever, is that we support each other. And I've said this to you and I've said it to tons of guys that we, we all know that I'm proud of you, man. Like, yeah. when I see him blowing up and doing something great, I support that, man, because yeah. I understand the work that you put into that right. and the sacrifice you make to do that. And, you know, if someone's not telling you you're, they're they're proud of you now, I mean, I'll be the first to jump in and do it. Just not to make, you know any statement, but people need to hear that.
3: No, for sure.
1: we're hesitant to do that. We are, dude. It's funny. I don't know why. Why is it so hard to say that? It's a
2: weird thing for us is that, you know, you, you, some of us are out there helping everyone else and, and you you forget that, you know, you yourself still need that too. Right. Mm -hmm. You, like you need that, that, that appreciation from someone else to say you know I guess I'm always kind of looking on my shoulder waiting for it you know what I mean because I need it but then I don't want to ask for it you know what I mean and we all need that right we all need someone to be like reassuring your dream is good and you're doing good you know like you're just doing good you know what I mean and so when someone out of nowhere says it to me it's like like you know I, you get these messages and you're just like fuck Bro, I really appreciate that, right? Because it's like some random ass motherfucker, right? The people that are next to me and closest to me aren't saying it sometimes. I so think because it's just such a comfortable space and no one. Oh, and they're, they're doing the
0: same things right. too. Like, right, the, the, the we're riding, level. right. We're all grinding. Right, we're all
2: moving. We're all doing. And then yeah. one random ass fucking person who just likes my pictures randomly says, "Dude, I'm super proud of you." Dude, they choke me up Fuck sometimes in messages.
3: Yeah, bro.
1: Because like... you're you're challenge is to go to Mel's tomorrow morning for breakfast and tell them that you're proud of them.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> done we need you to go back yes, it doesn't the just apply yeah. to writers and actors and entertainers yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah I'll be
0: like wait I'll be like but wait a minute how long have you been trying to be an actor because I may also need to break some bad
1: news here <laughs> no that's <laughs> Vinny Dream Crusher Vargas's job you it, it's not too late to change your nickname, you just gotta yeah. tell him like it is bro. that could be a whole pod for you man, oh, like, man. the
2: Dream the Crusher. Dream Crusher <laughs> Hey, this Claudia, is a Dream I'm Crusher, how you like Hey, how you doing, Johnny? Your <laughs> mom told us that you want to be a singer. Well, I'm here to tell you, you fucking suck.
0: <laughs> More than that, you're not even a real son.
2: Yeah, <laughs> you're adopted. <laughs> uh, oh my god, double
1: Dream Crusher, hilarious! Oh, well, oh, I think god. that's the,
0: I think that's the bomb of the barrel now. Should we wrap, should we wrap this up? Yeah, that's great. Take it home. Uh, right. Well, first thing, let's go around the table. Scott, so that with you. You want to tell people where they can find uh, your charity and where they can find you yes, personally. Same. Not a actual grid. <laughs> you don't have to give <laughs> a grid, but just like a handle.
1: Yeah, you could uh, save the brave org, and you can find me on uh, Instagram at echo and ramadi. And hey, thanks. Vinny for letting me hop in on this oh, and, sure. and have me have, doing do a doubleheader man i
0: uh, as soon as you guys recognized each other I was thinking a, devil's free so
1: it, well it's, it's <laughs> nuts man these circles overlap and you know last time we had Vinny on, on our show he promised me he was going to give me an invite to a sweat lodge so now I have to thank oh, our yes, host let's do it because we're well, like sweating just... through our shirts here because oh, he I turned out I got to say charm, I what? actually
0: had someone I'm wearing a Black yeah. Rifle coffee That's right fire. now I had someone at the airport come over yeah. and he's like oh you're one of the owners of Black Rifle coffee I should have said so. I should have said like, yeah, my best, and i love children. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, but thanks, thanks, and let's keep sharing the love, man. Oh no, for sure, no, it's,
0: man. It's the best thing about this this space, we were saying earlier about the books, um, I was really lucky when my book came out, like uh, Brian Wood, Tom Marcus, uh, Major Adam Jowett and then a bunch of other uh, people in that space just came on and just sharing sharing the book, sharing, and just giving blurbs for the book, yeah. you know, cover quotes and stuff, and... And it wasn't, like... It was just everyone... We were talking earlier, like, books and, and, and TV. Yeah. These are consumable things. And and the more... Not just veterans, just people in general support each other's work, yeah. it, the, the more your work will benefit. Like, anyone out there, whatever you're doing right now in your work, if you support other people, if you're trying to be a soccer player, if you're a young kid and you want to be make a soccer player, the more you help other people in your skills, the more other people are going to help you. Like, people yeah. notice it. And I think... I don't know if you want to call it God, the universe... or or whatever, but, like, these things do, you know, these things come back to you. For sure. You know, so, uh, Vinny, where can people find you?
2: Uh, You can find me on Instagram. It's uh, vincent.rocco.vargas. You can check out my podcast anywhere. It's the Vinny Rock podcast, uh, V-I-N-N-Y-P podcast. All right, so, um, yeah, that's it, man. You know, Uh, what about my, what about mine? Mine's MC, um, season two starts September 3rd. Uh, Right now, they just, they just put, Mayans MC Season 1 on Hulu, so if you haven't checked that out yet, go check it out there. You could also find it on Amazon Prime. Um, yeah, man, check it out. Hit me up. I answer all my, my messages, and, and let's talk, man.
0: Sweet. You can find me at Mel's Diner.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, yeah, I'm at GRJ Books. Guys, check out visa on podcast.com. Got some merchandise coming soon. Uh, hopefully that won't be too far away by the time we stick this podcast out. Um anything else going on there. British Veterans, Royal British Legion, RBL.org. If you need their help, a bit of help adjusting civilian life, if you need um help setting up a business. They got loads of stuff going on there. Instead of me fucking yapping on about it, why don't you go and fucking Google it? <laughs> did you see what I did there, guys? Brought it back. Right, <laughs> thanks guys. Love you all. Cheers. Goodbye. Good night.